Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. My name is Raik Fanikar. Well, it's been a busy day, some breaking news, um, and that is that the Minister of Mineral Resources, Gwedi Mantash, said he wants to withdraw the controversial Mineral and Petroleum Resources Development Amendment Bill, um, which has been stuck in the National Council of Provinces for many months. Um, and uh, if this proposal is approved by cabinet, it could remove uh, a lot of uncertainty in the sector, something that is much needed in the mining sector. Uh, then South Africa's uh, statistics South Africa announced that the inflation rate in July rose to 5.1%, which is slightly higher than expectations. Um, and this was driven mainly by higher transport costs flowing from the massive spike in fuel uh, fuel uh, prices uh, in recent months. And I'll speak to Wayne McCurry of FNB Wealth and Investments about these and other stories. I'll also speak to Bernard Burson of Bitcorp and Jan Potgieter of Itteltile about their company's respective results. But first, let's look at the indicators. The JZ All Share trading up 0.9% at 57,697 points. Resources up 1.1%. Industrials uh, has gained 1.12%. Financials up two-thirds of a percent, while the gold index also rose by 0.9%. On international markets, the FTSE 100 is relatively flat, 0.07% higher. The DAX uh, completely flat, and uh, the CIC 40 up 0.13%. Earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei uh, has gained two-thirds of a percent. The Shanghai index or exchange lost 0.7%, while Hang Seng traded high 0.6% higher. Let's look at some companies that are performing well. Exaro up 3.14%. Mediclinic has gained 3%. Spa up 2.5%. Vodacom up 2.3%. Asor gained 2.2%. Discam also 2.2% higher. On the downside, Fortress down 7.4% uh, to uh, 15 rand 96. Resilient down 25 I holdings down 2.5%. Uh, RCL also down 1.47%. Willys also lost 1.3%. Um, let's look at the currencies. The uh, Rand is trading at 14 Rand 38 against the dollar, 18 Rand 53 against the pound, and 16 Rand 67 against the euro. The dollar is trading at 110 Japanese yen. The euro is trading at $1.15, and the pound at $1.28. Bitcoin is trading at $6,680, around $200 higher than yesterday, um, and in rand, 97,999 rand. The gold price is trading, well, the gold price is 1,196. Platinum back under 800, currently at $794. Brent crude also slightly higher at $73.33. And on the capital market, the R186 uh, trading at 8.97%. Wayne McCurry of FNB uh, Wealth and Investments is on the line. Wayne, welcome to the show. Just uh, let's start with the markets quickly. The JSC much stronger, and there seems to be positive sentiment towards emerging markets, even if it is short lived. <laughs> yeah, look, this is a ebbing and flowing tide, this sentiment. One day it's people love us, the next day they hate us. But at the moment, yes, the market's actually looking quite good. The, the old shares up, as you mentioned virtually right across the board. All the sectors are showing about between half a percent and just over 1% with the all share up 1% on the day. And I suppose you can say one of the biggest gainers in all of this 
is the the banking shares are up quite nicely. They up they up one percent. Vodacom's up three percent. But yeah, green across the board today. The S&P 500, uh, one of the main indices yeah. in the U.S., of course, uh, touched an all-time high last night, uh, and that seems to just fuel positive investor sentiment. Is it misplaced? No, it certainly does. And look, I think today is the day. It's the longest bull run ever in recorded history on the S&P 500, where it's gone up 3,500 odd days without a 20% fall. That's the longest recorded bull market literally in history. And that's a wonderful thing because we all love bull markets, but also a concerning thing is nothing lasts forever. And because it's the longest of history, it is more than likely getting a little bit long in the tooth. And we'll have to see what happens on that. But the positive sentiment overseas uh, in the markets is, I suppose, twofold. First of all, these trade talks between China and the U.S. are progressing. They actually are sitting and talking, which is good news. So that's sort of helped the market. And then maybe the second one, which is a little bit of a roundabout good news, but President Trump seems under enormous troubles now regarding his campaign and was it legal and all of these advisors that got amnesty or they're being investigated by the police. So maybe the market's a little bit happy that uh, President Trump's attention might be diverted a little bit from trade wars and tariffs onto his own personal things and we might get a little bit of quiet on that front as well. You never know. Well, he's talking down the dollar. He's also opposed to rising interest rates in the U.S. What could yes, the that, impact that, of that be? Well, that right. first of all, talking down the dollar, the dollar is bigger than Donald Trump. I don't think he'll like to hear that, <laughs> that the world economy and the dollar is bigger than Donald Trump, ultimately. And secondly, trying to interfere with what the Fed does He's just had this in the extreme. And anyway, legally, he can't. So the Fed is a completely and utterly independent institution where he doesn't even choose the governor of the Fed. So that's just waffle. That's just hot air politics, which we are used to from President Trump talking down the dollar and saying that the Fed's doing the wrong thing by hiking interest rates. So I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. At all. Well, never a dull moment. Um, just on, never on, a dull moment. On the, on the breaking news side, Gwede Mantasha said in Parliament today that he wants to withdraw the Mineral and Petroleum Resources Development Amendment Bill, uh, which has been uh, stuck uh, in the National Council of Provinces. Um, the whole process to get this bill through Parliament started in 2013 already. Um, and uh, Mantash said that, you know, he'd rather have the Mineral and Petroleum Resources Development Act, the current act, govern the sector. And, and that sector does not have any real controversy attached to it, uh, that bill at yeah. least. Uh, this is a positive trend. That is a positive trend. And, and, and I think we, we should maybe anticipate that carrying on a little bit more because it is positive. And, uh, you know, I don't think... I don't think you must be too concerned. It might take a long time, but I think the new ANC government under the new president will, in fact, do the right thing as when, in respect of policy uncertainty, whether it's mining or anything else. Um, I don't think I think we will get some reforms. It might, it might take a bit longer, but certainly we are going to get that. 
Yeah, the, he, also, yeah he also said that the mining charter should be finalized before the investment summit in November. But I can just put myself in his shoes. In, on every single financial radio show, newspaper, TV show, the words or the phrase policy uncertainty uh, is mentioned over and over again. He surely must yes. feel the pressure and, and hopefully you know, he can actually accelerate the removal of that uncertainty, which is in, in South Africa's best interest. And he would know that. Oh, no, very much so. So I don't think we've got to worry about that. But these things take time. And, of course, we must not remember, not that for a moment forget that we're dealing with politicians and they've got plenty of balls to, to juggle. You know, they've got an election coming up and there's a few things that they consider before they change policy. But ultimately, I think they will be doing, they will do the right, the right thing that will be acceptable by all constituents of the economy, even if every single party doesn't get exactly what they want and have to compromise a little bit around the fringes. I think, in general, the new ANC administration will do the right, correct thing, and the country can go forward. And I think that also applies to land reform as well. I think there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of speculation at what's going to happen and unfortunately it might take a long time but I think ultimately we'll come to an amicable acceptable solution to all of this. I hope you're right. Just lastly, uh, inflation we saw a 5.1% uh, number in July which is half a percentage point um, higher than the June number of 4.6% yeah. um, and that's mainly driven by higher fuel prices. Quite correct, yes. And look, I mean this was well anticipated by the market, and finally, I think we have seen, not this month, the previous month, the bottom in inflation. So I think it's actually all quite good. Um, it's all well within, even though it's slightly out from consensus, it's well understood and well known by the market. So I don't think this inflation number has come out at all as a surprise. Do you think it will impact the uh, interest rate decision, uh, potentially a hike in the near term? No, not in the near term, no. I think the Reserve Bank's well aware of all the critical issues in South Africa and employment and the state of the economy and what's happening overseas, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't think it's soon, but it's coming. Now, whether that's the end of this year or beginning of next year, we cannot fight against rising global interest rates. Mm. They are rising, and we cannot fight that trend, almost irrespective of what the underlying conditions are in the South African economy. We really just cannot back that trade. We'll have to leave it there. Thank you, Wayne. That was Wayne McCurry of FNB Wealth and Investments.